Let us pray. Gracious Father, we, we thank you, Lord God, for the praise that has went up, O oh Father. Now all we're waiting on is the blessings to come down, O oh Father. And Father, we thank you for the sanctuary members, O oh Father. And Lord God, we pray that whatever is being said today, that someone would be able to hold on. Hold on to your words. Hold on to what is being said. Hold on to the, the gospel on this morning. And Father, we thank you, Lord God. We ask you to bless the travels of Pastor Barton. We ask you, Lord God, to keep him safe in your arms. Preserve his mind. Preserve his heart. Preserve his compassion. Preserve his strength. Father, there is much to do. With little time to do it in. But Lord God, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. We would always give your name and praise. We thank you. Y'all look so beautiful over here. Y'all look beautiful. All the mothers look beautiful. Give the Lord a great big hand for all the mothers. Amen. 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 We thank God for all of you. Amen. Mother Mars. Mother Moore. We thank God for you too as well. Amen. 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 Thank God my daughter's with me today. That's my baby. <laughs> 33 years old. That's my baby. Amen. So we thank God for her. My granddaughter, she looks out for me. Amen. So we thank God for it. There is a word from the Lord. Uh, to my friend, Pastor Martin, on this sabbatical. I was teasing the other day. I said, man, I'm much older than you. I haven't been on a sabbatical yet. <laughs> I said, but I thank God for your spirit. I said, allow God to speak to you. Because after all, Jesus had to get away. Didn't he have to get away? Had to get away. So that he can bring something back from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Turn your Bibles. Revelations, the third chapter, verses 20. And I would be reading out of the NIV version, um, Revelations, the third chapter, verses 20. Amen, amen. It's funny, it's funny, as I was on my way over here, 15 minutes, God changed my sermon. <laughs> Amen. 
could have one thing in mind and God have something else in mind. Amen. You can prepare for something else, but God has his plan. But there is a word from the Lord. When you have it, just say amen or stand. Amen. Stand for the word of God, if you don't mind. You've been standing for everything. You've been standing for everything else. You might as well stand for the word. Amen. If you're able. If you're able. And it reads as follows. The NIV version, it says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I would come in and eat with that person and they with me. God's word for all of God's people. You may be seated. thought for today is the outside opportunity. The outside opportunity. Look at someone and say the outside opportunity. I give a Lord a great big hand. Point number one for today. As mothers and fathers and children and sons and daughters and grandchildren, we ought to take the advantage of Jesus' invitation. Christ is knocking. He's knocking at our hearts. He's knocking continuously. Can you visualize the Son of God knocking at your door at every opportunity He's knocking at the door of your heart. Jesus gives everybody their moment with him. He stands, he does not have no perspective person, but he stands at everybody's door. You may be small, you may be short, you may be tall, you might be black, you might be white, you might be good looking, and you might be ugly. But he stands at everybody's door. And he's standing there knocking at your heart. He's trying to get your attention. He's trying to get your attention, saints, through scriptures, through preaching, through songs, through the word of God. He's, it's, 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 he's there, he's there, 
He's, he's, he's there trying to let you know that I got something that I need to talk to you about. I need to tell you something. Jesus need to tell you something. Even though we, we face mountains of issues, mountains of problems, who don't have problems? Who don't have issues? But all of us have issues. We don't allow our issues to dictate our day. When you allow your issues to dictate your day, you're caving in to your problem. But we have somebody that can, that can, we have someone that holds the world in the palms of his hand. We, we have someone, we have an advocate that we can go to. And so Jesus is standing out, he's standing outside your door and he's knocking because he has something important to tell you. But you are so busy with this world affairs that you didn't even know, notice that mercy was standing outside your door. Grace was standing outside your door. Oh, you you so caught up as the world turned uh, uh, one life to live. Uh, you caught up on all my children. Uh, you caught up on the have-nots and, uh, and the haves. And uh, you caught up on empire and scandal and all that. But Jesus is knocking at your door. You need to know today that we, we are all pilgrims in a strange land. You need to know that we didn't come here to stay here permanently, but we're passing through. You need to know that you are a temporary residence in your body that you're living in right now. You need to know that one day you got to move one day. And I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're young. Or I don't care if you're middle-aged or you're a seasoned person. But you did not come here to stay. But you got to move. And so, therefore, when you go on vacation, you, you go somewhere, you prepare for vacation. You prepare when you move from place to place. You prepare. But why can't you prepare for eternity because you're not here to stay. You're going to a place. So Jesus, he's standing there. Mercy is standing outside your door and we're so distracted with our goals and we, we're not responding. We're not hearing the voice of the master. But, but, but we know that pastors have issues. We know that deacons have issues. We know that ushers have is issues. Choir members have issues. Non-church folks have issues. If we did not have issues, we wouldn't even be in the church. The word of God says that all have seen come short of the glory of God. But when your issue gets bigger than you, then it's time for you to talk to Jesus. Time to talk to Jesus. He says, he says, behold, I stand at the door 
and I knock. And if anybody hears my voice, he says, I want to come in and I want to talk to you. He promised to save us from ourselves. He promised to save us from destruction. Oh, he wants to talk to you about an eternal life. He wants to talk to you about having life more abundantly. He wants to talk to you about how you can have joy, unspeakable joy in your life. So Jesus is standing there and he's, he's, he's serving you an addiction notice and he has it in his hand but he just want to let you know that you don't have long that you don't have long that you didn't come here to stay but 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 i i, I just want to give you a warning to let you know that you got to move you got to move you can't afford saints to miss out on this life opportunity that jesus have for you the day is coming, the day is coming, the day is coming that uh, uh, the body that you now live in, when you move to a from this temporary residence to a permanent place, uh, 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 that you need to know how to qualify for your spiritual house. That's why he says, I go to prepare a place for you to receive you unto myself. So you got to know how to qualify for subsidizing housing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You got to know how to qualify for subsidizing housing. You just can't inherit this house that God has for. He says, I go to prepare a place for you to receive you unto myself. Where I am, you are there also. In my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it was not so, I wouldn't have told you so. But everybody wants to live in a mansion. But nobody wants to live in a hut. But everybody wants to live in a mansion. And so he wants to inform you how you can qualify for this housing that I have for you. How do you qualify? That's the question today. How do you qualify? First of all, you must open the door. You must hear Jesus standing at your door. Your door opportunity is happening right now. God is standing. He's in this place. And he's standing at your door. In order to inherit this subsidizing housing, Number one, you must be born again. You can't inherit this housing with the, the mindset that you have today, but you have to have it. It says, let this mind be in you that is also in what? Christ Jesus. You must ask for forgiveness. Because all have sinned come short of the glory of God. We're all sinners saved by grace. You must confess with your mouth and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that he is the Savior, that he is the Son of the living God. And you must believe in your heart that God has risen him from the dead. That same 
same power that rose, that, 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 that came and, and plucked Jesus from the grave, it's the same power that can resurrect you. Same power. Saving power. That can make a difference in your life. Now, somebody say believing is easy. But, but the devil, he comes to church and he believes. Don't y'all know the devil come to church too? Don't be strange when people start acting crazy in the church. The devil come to church to see who he can trip. And if you allow him to trip you, you're going to be the one that's going to be tripped. But so you have to go beyond just believing in God, the Son of the living God. You've got to go a little bit further. You got to put faith into action. And somebody said you must practice what you preach. The greatest sermon that I can preach is not me standing up here preaching this sermon, but it's the one that I hear every day. Let your light so shine. Not only that, but you got to have love one for another. You can't say you love God and you hate your brother. You can't say you love God and you don't even speak to me and I'm sitting right on this side of the church and you just you just turn your head. So it happens at my church. You have to have love one for another. But if you want to inherit any of this subsidizing maintenance that God has for you, not built by the hands of man, but built by the hands of God, you have to change who you are and what you are. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The things I used to do, I don't do no more. The places I used to go, I don't go no more. I am working, I am working on my spiritual resume because when I get ready to qualify and I get my eviction notice, I want to be able to let um, I want my resume to speak for me. Point number four. When you qualify for this housing that, that God has for you, you must make sure you don't lose it. Because after all, everything that you do is being recorded. In the books, B-O-O-K-S. But I want my name written in the book of life. There's only one book. And so that lets you know automatically that many people just ain't going to make it. But I want God to write my, my name in the book. Not just write my name in the book, but write my deeds in the book. Write what I've done in the book. Let my work speak for me. When you accept the invitation to be born again, that places you in the book of life. It is simple. You cannot pay your way. I don't care how much money you have. You can't pay your way into this book. You can be a good person, but you must be 
born again. It doesn't matter who you are, what status you hold, or where you come from. It's all the same for everybody. Everybody has to qualify. Everybody has every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. The book of life. As everything you've done in it, it's written. Jehovah writes it. It's written. The angels writes it in that book. And when you've given your life to Christ, the day that you have given your life to Christ, that's in the book. It is important, y'all, to know God. Because how can you be introduced to a house you've never seen before? Anytime you go and you inspect a house, you buy a house, you go several times. Natalie is a real estate. You go several times. You look. People look over and over and over and over again. They look. They make sure they're not missing anything. Don't you know every time you come to the household of faith that you are inspecting your house? Every time you give God the praise, you are inspecting your house Every time you go through some stuff, you are inspecting your house. Every time you raise your hand and say, oh, glory, I thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for me, you are inspecting your house. But I'm here to let you know this morning that no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what's going on in your life, you have to be able to praise God in bad times as well as good times. But if you can praise God when you're in the valley, that's a valid praise, girl. If you can praise God when things going wrong for you, that means that you know that you know that you know that you know that God has been good to you. Anybody in here know what I'm talking about? Oh, y'all don't have no problems over here. But I'm here to let you know this morning that Jesus, he come to give you life. He come to give you life more abundantly. And I'm so glad that he died upon Calvary's cross over 2,000 years ago. And I'm glad that he got up out of the grave. I'm glad that he died for me. I'm glad that I was a, wretched, I was a wretched sinner. I'm glad that I know that I know that I've been changed. I know that I've been born again because I don't think the way that I used to think. I don't act the way that I used to act. I don't do the things that I used to do because I've been changed. I've been changed. But I tell you that I, I want my crown, y'all, because when God comes, I want him to say, well done, my good and my faithful servant. I come to prayer meeting. Not only do I come to prayer meeting, but I read my Bible. Not only do I read my Bible, but I know how to get an answer from God when I'm going through some things. But I'm here to let you know, mothers and fathers, that Christ is on our side. And since we got Jesus on our side, you don't need nobody else. I'm here to let you know that God is a good God. Yes, he is. I'm here to let you know that God is good all the time, not some of the time, but all the time. Have you ever been through a crisis in your life? Have you ever been down and you needed to talk to somebody? Have you ever been where you felt very lonely? Have you ever been to a point that you just need just somebody to stop by? Somebody to just blow a word on you? Somebody to whisper a word to you? But I'm here to let you know that when you stretch your hand to no other help you know, Father, I thank you for the help. I thank you for the midnight hour because weeping endure for a night but joy 
joy come early in the morning. But I'm here to let you know that no matter what you're going through, I don't care if it's your children. I don't care if it's that old husband of yours. I don't care who it is. But I tell you that God will make a way out of no way. But I'm here to let you know that you got to have the mindset, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continuously be in my mouth. When the job is acting up, I will praise the Lord. When I don't get the raise that I want, I will praise the Lord. When that old husband start acting up, I will praise the Lord. When the children start acting up, I will praise the Lord. But I'm here to let you know this morning that God is still good. God is still standing on the throne. God is able to bring you through. God is able to touch you this morning. But I'm here to tell you that all you have to do is just open the door. Just open the door. And so he stands outside your door with mercy. He stands out your door, outside your door with grace. But I'm so glad that he stopped by my house. I'm glad that he stopped by my house. And not only did he stop by, but guess what? I heard him. I heard his voice. Uh, uh, they, you know how the songwriters used to say, what, hush? Somebody what? Calling my name. And I'm so glad that he called my name. Not only did he call my name, but he put me into action. Not only did he put me into action, but he gave, he put running in my feet, clapping in my hands. And I thank God for his unadulterated power. I thank God that I know that I know that I belong to him. I thank God that he paid the price for me. And the only thing that cost me is just a little prayer. Amen, 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 amen. And so God will shelter us from the storm. He will guide us through difficult times. He is our hope. We, we have to cling to him when we, when we feel a little low. We need to cherish his nurture. We need to love his unconditional love. But we need to believe that he first loves us. We love him because he first loves me. And I tell you that I thank God for loving me because everybody ain't used to love. Everybody ain't used to, people say they love people, but everybody ain't used to love. But when God embraces you, God keeps you, God smiles on you, uh, uh, you have everything to be thankful and grateful for. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? When I got up this morning, I thank God for that. Not only did I get up, but I thank God that I knew my name. And when you're clothed in your right mind, all I tell you that that is, that is a blessing. Because he says, I would have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I thank God that he had mercy on me. Because he doesn't have to have mercy on everybody. But God has had mercy on you, on me, on all of us. And when you can stand up here and sing like you sing with those melodian voices and shout like you do, I tell you, uh, we're on our way, y'all. We're on our way to God, to the king's, up, up the king's highway. And so God keep you. May God smile on you. Uh, may you have a blessed Mother's Day. 
And uh, we thank you for listening. We thank you for your prayers. We thank you for doing the things that you need to do. I thank you for my friend. I thank you from the bottom of my heart that you're keeping it in place. You're keeping it intact. Give the Lord a great big hand for yourself. Amen. Y'all doing an awesome job.